0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to The Things That Matter. My name is Maritza. I'm a native New Englander, now living in the South, managing the business world while keeping my own mental health in check. I've always had a fascination for the brain and behavior and anything neuroscience related. The world can feel overwhelming at times, especially if you don't understand yourself. I thought I did for years before being diagnosed with anxiety and depression. I'm here to show you that you are not alone. I want to inspire you, as a listener, to be that empowered individual that you know lives deep down in your heart, but I will be the first one to let you know you cannot get there without working on yourself. It starts right here, right now. You can make a difference in someone's life, no matter how small it seems. We need community, we need collaboration, we need people. Welcome to another episode, today we have a guest to welcome. I have Mara Palermo with us today. Welcome, Mara. I'm so glad to be here. Happy to have you here. Um, I always like to tell people how we met. So um, we met at a BNI networking event. Yes. So it's been a few months now. Yeah. So I'm excited to catch up and hear what's going on now and hear about... um, what brought you here today, as well? No, <laughs> I, I was—I know it's been
1: a little while since we met, but I was just really looking forward to same thing connecting, um, and you know, love what you do. So I just was, you know, really excited to to connect and have this conversation.
0: Nice. Well, we'll start with a little bit about you. So as much as you want to share, can you tell the audience just a little bit about yourself? <laughs>
1: sure. Okay. So I am actually originally from upstate New York. I had, um, I moved to Charlotte about 10 years ago. And right now, currently, I work with, um, I'm a relationship and self love coach. So I work with women, helping them really to, to, um, Create, you know, that self-love within themselves, so that they can break um, toxic patterns from past relationships. Really heal um, their attachment style, so that they can create the love that they desire, and also um, the life that they want to desire too. You know, mm-hmm. so because a lot of it affects everything. Um, I find that with women, especially. Some of the women I work with mainly are in business, and some of these um, relationship patterns really show up in their in their business now. So it's like helping them to navigate through those things so that they can have like a healthier um, lifestyle. And prior to that. Um, I have been in the beauty industry for about twenty years, so that's okay. what I was doing, you know, before. Yeah, um, and definitely coined myself as the beauty therapist because <laughs> being behind the chair with women, you know, ninety percent of the time, conversations were about relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm dealing with um, women and their images, their self worth, their self esteem, and so doing that for so many years, it really is, was like the catalyst to, to me starting this coaching business. So, um, yeah, so basically that's kind of how it all started. Um, and also my own personal journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that, you know, when you, well, for me, it was like staring at a, in front of a mirror, mm-hmm. you know, for hours at a, a time during the day, sometimes you just don't like what you see in the mirror, you mm-hmm. know, and that can really start to, Um, you know, just trickle into every area of your life, right? So when I really started to do some work internally, um, because I was finding that external things weren't bringing me happiness and weren't fulfilling that (laughs) void, that's when I started to really discover, you know, have the self-discovery and start to create that self-love and self-worth that I was lacking in myself, so.
0: Nice. Uh, what would you say was that turning point where you were like, I should be doing something more, should I be doing something different when well, you're in the beauty industry? Because I'm sure you love that oh, as, yeah. as well. <laughs> it's so fun, you know? How
1: could you not? It's so I love it because there's so many different people and mm-hmm. you just meet all... It's just, it's never boring. Yes. But I would say that it was something that I really... Um, Maybe like the past, I would say, seven or eight years that was kind of like I knew for myself, like when I was working with coaches and going through different workshops and things that really I just like loved this this kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say when the pandemic hit okay. and then the salon closed and all the things, it was just like, well, this is probably the opportunity to really um, – create this business that has been like on my heart for so long. Mm-hmm. So that's when I decided to start to go into like the coaching.
0: I love that. I yeah. What was, uh? how did you get started? I guess just, well, I, I got started, I was working
1: with, a, I was actually working with a coach mm-hmm. who um, was a lash artist and I was doing a lot of lashes and she was helping, she was really good with like helping people build that business. And then she ended up transitioning into not doing lashes anymore and just becoming a full time like business mentor coach. Okay. And so when I was seeing what she was doing, I was like, you know, I really I wanna be able to do that too. Like, mm-hmm. but it was it was more it was always like around self love and relationships though. Okay. You know, so but I didn't really know exactly at that point like who my audience was or what mm-hmm. it was I wanted to do. But because of of her transitioning into something else it just gave me the idea of like, well, wait a second. I want to do that too. You know, but
0: (laughs) does she still, does she do stuff around self-love as well? Or she does? No, hers is more like
1: business coaching. And even now it's so funny to see her because really at heart, she's an art teacher. Okay. And so, and she's phenomenal artist. It's just, you know, she went to lashes, then she was helping people in business. And then um, she's transitioning now into she paints these beautiful mandelas. Okay. And so she teaches people how to do that Aww. and start their own business yeah. for creatives. Nice. So she's kind of transitioned into to that, but she's always been in the like art, you know, um field.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um well I guess starting out, what was one of the first things you learned about yourself, like getting into this journey? Oh my god, well, <laughs> I thought I healed a lot of things.
1: <laughs> I thought I did. And yeah. then I was like, "Oh my god, why is this showing up?" you know? So Yeah. Um I think that was like one of the the biggest the, I thought that um it was going to be maybe an easier thing, but I just mm-hmm. didn't realize how much um I would say the being seen Mm -hmm. and being heard and like using my voice, it was just a completely different way to build a business Yeah. than to, um, if someone saw someone's hair or someone saw someone's lashes, it's just like, oh my God, I love it. Like, who do you go to? And then Mm -hmm. it's kind of like word of mouth and building that way. So when I was going into the coaching business, I just realized like, wow, I have to really put myself out there Mm -hmm. and really kind of be open and vulnerable or just show some things and I was just not ready for that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That is a that is a transition. Yeah. Yeah. And also because probably a lot of it is behind the scenes. So you're not in front of people no. just presenting this like image of this is how I look every day. It's right. more about like the deep work that you have to get into. <laughs> oh,
1: absolutely. It's definitely that. It's a constant I think that was where I had to really double down with that mm-hmm. internally, because there were so many things that would stop me. You yeah, know? um, and even working with my coach at that time, I wanted to do this, and then kind of kind of tabled it for a little bit because I think I just was like, Whoa, mm-hmm. I didn't realize what this was' And then also learning how to do this on social media and on all the so all of that was like very overwhelming for me a
0: little bit. Yeah, it is a lot. There's a lot of moving pieces. Oh, yeah. What are some trends that you've seen, I guess, in today's society and and with relationships?
1: I think it's a lot of Mm -hmm. self-worth, self-trust. I find that women want to feel worthy for love, you know, to have love Mm -hmm. in their life. I I believe that some of them um, also have maybe had experiences before that has really tainted their idea of what they can create so Mm -hmm. it's like building that trust within themselves yeah um because it's you know it's scary to to really open yourself up again you know Mm -hmm. because you don't know if you're going to be hurt or not so what they tend to do i mean we I'm, we've all done it. it's like you just close up your your heart you're in these these parts of you right yeah. that you don't want people to see <laughs> <laughs> you're just like but I want this great relationship but I really don't want to be vulnerable yeah. at all you know so it's like it's that or it's mm-hmm. just not really seeing what it is that they they truly want right mm-hmm. and I think what happens is they'll they'll see it like afterwards they're like oh my god i i learned so much but they still don't know how to break from these patterns yeah
0: that makes sense do you with what you do do you teach new patterns to help get rid of old patterns or what works
1: yeah so it's basically understanding where they um uncovering what their patterns are so Mm -hmm. you know being able to see that and i will say like having that self-awareness is like I mean, halfway there, yeah. right? You know, it's like when you're like, "Oh my god, I didn't realize this is why." Yeah, and obviously, there's some, there's deeper, um, there's deeper things going on, like you know, under this, you know, behind the scenes too. Because then it's like, well, okay, so I might have, I know, understand like these are some of my patterns, or this is what's mm-hmm. going on, but then it's like I keep falling into the same the same cycle or it's like I keep attracting the same person. So it's like what's going on? And then there's obviously there's the deeper work which is going to be able to you have you know, to you gotta reprogram that from the subconscious level. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we can't just stay Up on the surface, like we got to, you know, go under the hood and see what's really going on there, you know, and then once we're able to do that, it it is it's trying it's working on different ways to to reprogram to shift things. And then it's taking like little those little action steps that you can start to create a different experience Mm -hmm. that is safer your nervous system, you know, yes. so that you can start to move in that direction. I mean, if you're just like getting out of, you know, a relationship that's a toxic relationship, you want to jump into another one. <laughs> well, it's like, you're just bringing it all into the, the next yeah. one, you know? So, yeah. So it's b- being able to
0: kind of see yourself too. Yeah. It's, that's hard sometimes, you know? Yeah, it definitely is. I think for, even for me, I've, oh God, you yeah. know, I've had a lot of Relationships in my life that Mm -hmm. I would rather have not been in, looking back, and like, what did I do that? Why did I do that to myself? You know, and you're constantly learning about yourself and Mm -hmm. figuring out just like new ways to, you know, improve that and not have those unhealthy relationships again. Um, And I think it's interesting what you said about it kind of falling into other categories of your life. Mm -hmm. So, like, work. Um, Can you give us some examples of how? something like a toxic relationship could lead into something like your workplace or. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, some
1: people, you know, a lot of people have a fear maybe of being abandoned or rejected, Mm -hmm. right? And you don't really realize that. Or maybe they just feel like I have this belief of like I'm just not lovable, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's so many, again, it's like, there's so many different things that are running the show here. And then um, if you're feeling that way, most of the time, if you are, you know, feel you're so afraid of being abandoned, that's where sometimes you tend to cling on to people, right? Mm. For Because you're just like, I just don't want to be alone. I don't want to yeah. be left. So what happens is you kind of basically abandon yourself. Mm-hmm. You abandon your needs. You abandon your, you don't have any boundaries probably. Okay. And so you start to people please. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you're putting all these people on a pedestal and you're doing all the things for them. And you're just like, please just accept me. You know, please just like hold on to me. But and you might not even be aware that you're doing that, but that's kind of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So if you are people pleasing in your relationships and now let's say you want to start a business or in your careers or the workplace, you're going to carry those traits and that those things into the the workplace too. Yeah. So, you know, if you're saying like okay I'm 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 only going to take on so many clients or maybe, you know, you have team members or whatever it is, but you're not really setting those boundaries and you're just wanting people to like you. You know, you're kind of doing all the things and you're just exhausting yourself, you yeah. know? And then the the thing is, is that once you hit that... Wall, yeah. You're just like, oh my god, I feel like all these people are taking advantage of me, right? Yeah. I'm f- being taken for granted, <laughs> which is like, no, it's just we haven't set any boundaries, you know? Yeah. So you're kind of like all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the ways, um, and 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 that's kind of like I guess in the people pleasing and and also in the boundary setting. But mm-hmm. if also if you're not really seeing your worth and your value, are you really going to show up? consistently for your business you know are you going to be able to be visible when you need to you know yeah. most most of the time you might not you might give yourself a way out mm-hmm. and avoid things so there's so many different ways that once you start to establish um, you know again like better, coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. for what's going on and healing these parts of you, then it's like you're going to show up differently for yourself, which then you start to show up differently for your relationships, and then you show up differently for your business, too. Yeah. So... It's just like the building blocks of that. It's just like understanding where you're at and then just starting to move towards, you know, becoming more secure within yourself and having more of that stability within mm-hmm. so that you're not looking for it externally.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, what is the point where people usually come to you or find you? Like, what do you? where do you find people normally just...
1: Or well, it depends. Like, yeah. I mean, I have, like, cl- a lot of people, like, I've talked to is, like, clients or different mm-hmm. groups that I'm in um, through other people as well. Uh, so even, like, with my lash clients, like, I can – some people, I, I like, I have a client that I work with, you know, that I met from, from doing lashes, right? Okay, so it just nice, kind of yeah. depends on – I mean, wherever. There isn't, like, one, you know, avenue. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Because I
0: feel like that's, again, a very vulnerable place to be in, to be able to admit, like, yeah, hey, this is not working. Like, I've done this repeatedly, and I'm at this point now. Like, I need to find something yeah. that's going to help. So. Oh, right.
1: It's like you can only do it so many times and then you're just like, okay, maybe it's me. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) I need to like look at some things. Right. Yeah. So, and I do like, I have a client, like I think she's, she has been married like a few times where it's just like now she's to the point where like, okay, what is going on here? You know? And it's, it's, in a way, sometimes we feel like it's a weak thing because you're just like, oh, God, like, I'm the... But it's it's so empowering because now that you see what's going on, it's like you can actually take steps to make it different. What happens is some people just never really see that and yeah. they just stay in that for, like, ever, you know, mm-hmm. which is which really can does a lot to your mental health. It does a lot to your, you know, emotional well-being, so...
0: Yeah. What do you find now, too, I guess, with all the social media and like even the dating apps and how readily available it seems like people are and accessible like what do you find do you find is that a lot of like your confidence building because i feel like that it it takes a toll on people yeah i think so i think it's like i think it's you know i it's so funny because i have a
1: friend now it's like she oh my god she was just sending me like what is going on in these apps like what (laughs) is this you know yeah and and I do feel like it's kind of like anything. I mean, you do have to like sift through a lot. But mm-hmm. I feel like now um, there's so many people that are just like on all these apps and things are just so accessible. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people find that, you know, in, instead of actually dealing with what's going on with, within you, inside mm-hmm. of you, or in your relationship, it's just easier for you to just go talk to someone else.
0: Mm-hmm that yeah, makes sense or fill those voids with right. someone else. So. It's like, oh, well, I can find a date
1: tomorrow, you know? <laughs> so it's like they have this showing up for them and that's mm-hmm. where I think um, it's also a mindset thing, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, we have like the the filtering system in our mind that the more that we feed it, the more it starts to filter out things. So if you really have a belief that there are no good men out there. Yeah. Your, you know, reticular activating system will seek that out mm-hmm. to make you right and will find it. It's kind of like, you know, if you're if you're like, hey, I want to buy this white Jeep, and then all of a sudden you see like white Jeeps yeah. on the road, it's like they've always <laughs> been there, but like now it's like, it's like your mind is like, oh, okay, let's find these Jeeps, right? Yeah. So if you really start to shift your mindset around that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and your beliefs, you will start to notice different people showing up in your life once you're able to make that shift. But if you're always in these types of like, every guy is this or every guy is that, all these apps are like this, then like, that's probably going to be your experience, you Mm -hmm. know, because there's, there are people that are out there and I always say that like, is that 100% true? It's not because there are people meeting people. There are people that are um, finding good partners, you know, Mm -hmm. so It's actually funny. I have like this one (laughs) client. He's 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 been my client for a long time, and I. I can I think he's dated like a million people. Like I'm not even kidding <laughs> oh, you. He's like always on these dates. He's just like, they're so horrible. But that's what he, it's like he just keeps getting those. Like, yeah. It, it, this has been going on for like years. It's so interesting <laughs> to the point where he's just, like, I think I might just settle for this one, you know? I'm
0: like, no. I feel like he needs someone to be doing the filtering for him. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we need to check to see what's going on in the first place <laughs> exactly
1: it's so funny it's so funny but yeah so it's like i think also too it's just like a combination of things as well yeah.
0: where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you broadcast news isn't what it used to be and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch if only there was one place you could get it all when you want wherever you want on your schedule there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Personally, I guess, what do you do for your own wellness and mental health? Okay, so,
1: well, there's a lot. I, I really do look at things as like kind of like mind, body, soul. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, just recently too, like I stopped drinking coffee cause I really thought that that was like, I felt like I didn't realize what effect it had on me uh-huh. until I took it out. Yes. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I think I have like ADHD and like all this. <laughs> right. And I was like, or is it just like, I have too many things going yeah. on. So I started really, um, weaning off of things and and I realized what effect that had on me. Mm -hmm. So I just like, don't use, you know, I just don't, don't touch that anymore. So I, I've been focusing on when it comes to like wellness in terms of like health is, um, choosing things that are just better for my, my body. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I don't go crazy with like strict diets and things like that, Mm -hmm. but just eliminating certain things that I know will help my mental health is kind of like my thing. Um, But working out is is a big one for me as well. Um, I do a lot of like inner work. So whether it's journaling, whether it's Mm. hypnosis, whether it's Mm. meditation, I mean, it just goes on and on.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a, I guess, go to every day or like I have to do this on my everyday list?
1: So I will say I love to fall asleep to like hypnosis. Okay. So I have this like headband that's like a meditation headband. It's my favorite thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you can, because you can't just like fall asleep with AirPods in.
0: Yeah, no, it I know. It's gets so really uncomfortable, uncomfortable, too, at one right? point because you're like, OK. I'm- yeah.
1: So I got this headband <laughs> and I put that on. And then it's like, I don't know, however many, eight hours of just like this hypnosis. That's one of the things that like, I really do like. If mm-hmm. if I try to fall asleep without it, sometimes I realize like I'm so used to it. Yeah. Um, and that helps me to sleep because I used to get up a lot in between. Mm-hmm. Um, so this helps and the other thing I will say is I started doing morning pages. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know what that is, but it's like, it was from the Artist way. Okay. It's a book. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's basically you get up and you literally just like stream of consciousness for three pages, just writing right. out, you know, and yeah. it's actually interesting because it, I mean, it's all over the place, right? <laughs> but It really helps to get you into that flow, and a lot of things start to become like birth from it as well.
0: Ah, I love this, yeah. So
1: it helps to get your creativity going. Mm -hmm. So um, if I get stuck or stagnant or anything like that, like that's one of the things that just keeps you kind of like open. Yeah. It gets the like mental chatter out of your, just like out of the way, Mm -hmm. so that like your intuition and your creativity and everything can actually, you know, the inspiration can come through. So, which is funny because that's where um, I, like, one of the things that was, like, coming up for me was that I wanted to possibly start doing, like, yoga, but, like, Mm -hmm. go into, like, some kind of, like, teacher training in a way. Yeah. Yeah. which I was like, where did that even come from? But you know what I mean? It's like (laughs) some things, yeah. (laughs) Like just things just like start to like, okay, so I want to be able to do, because I want to be able to do some kind of like retreats and stuff as well. Mm -hmm. So I think like that's where things start to come up and and none of it makes sense until Mm -hmm. all of a sudden one day you're like, Oh, this this is where this is this is where this stemmed from, you know. Yeah,
0: it was always in you. Yeah. When it comes out. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like, God, like so I
1: do like doing that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I like to do. Um, I do a lot of like reprogramming work too. Um, so yeah, so those are like my main things. I mean, I can go on forever. But
0: <laughs> and you do this in the mornings. Like do you journal at all at night before bed? Not
1: usually. Okay. So usually within the first hour you wake up or within the last hour you go to sleep mm-hmm. your subconscious mind that's where it's the most suggestible mm-hmm. so like that's why in the morning i like to get up i do like some anything that i want to like reprogram or a hypnosis or anything that's usually like right in the first hour mm-hmm. um and that's why like at night i just don't find myself journaling or doing anything like that. That's why I'm like, I can put the headband on
0: though. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I'm ready to go. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah. So I think it kind of, it's whatever works for you. And I feel like there's no right or wrong. It's just like, everyone has like a season of like, this is what I really want to do. And this is just like, I'm not feeling this right now. So. it's
0: interesting. I'll have to try that. I will say I dream, well, everyone Mm -hmm. dreams every night, you know, but I do remember my dreams every night, (gasps) which is crazy. Yeah. But and I've, I try to write down my dreams, because within mm-hmm. the first five seconds, if I don't, mm, I tend to forget them, but they're always so clear and so, so colorful. I remember numbers, mm-hmm. I remember people. It's just, I feel like I, I could be part of a dream study and people would like wanna, <sighs> wanna listen to my or follow my dreams, um, but that would probably be, well, I would probably go to that first. So I probably need more than three minutes because I feel like my dream would come out first. I'm like, I need the rest of this to yep. write down my thoughts, but I really like that.
1: No, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's where, like, the first, sometimes, like, the first few sentences, you're like, oh, my God, this is, like, there's so much resistance sometimes, but just (laughs) keep going. Okay. And then by page three, you're, like, it's, you're just, it's just, like, flowing, which is nice, yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's interesting because I feel like, do you ever, like, have a dream book and look and see what any of your dreams mean?
0: Yeah, well, Mm -hmm. I have a dream Uh I know I should say I have dream app but I like try cool. to look at trends and things that are my my dreams are just so literal that I'm like I feel like I can analyze all of them without a dream book <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so good. I'm like oh yeah, okay. I figured like the last one I had was so vivid and I remember being at the end and actually thinking in my dreams like it's kind of crazy what I can do because I'm like thinking of actually my dream in my dream I'm like I need to remember this for the morning and like remember the point of this dream oh my god that's <laughs> awesome isn't insane but uh the last one was actually I realized at the very end of the dream. I won't go into all the details. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was going through this maze and I was like, I don't understand like the point of like why I went through this whole thing and why I met these people. And it was essentially like, did you realize along this journey, like you were so patient and so calm and you were listening to your inner voices and not asking a lot of questions. And what I came out of the dream realizing is that How valuable meditation has been for me. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly what I was like, wow, is like putting your mind, and meditation is definitely a practice. Like I will say, you know, Mm -hmm. I try to, that is one thing I try to do every day. I have, I use the timer app typically. Um, But there's so many good meditations online that you can find. Um, But I'll either do guided or just like a chime at the beginning and a Mm -hmm. chime at the end. Um, But I do feel like just clearing your mind and just, having that alone time is very important
1: yeah yeah it's like a way to connect with yourself and Mm -hmm. give yourself that time because it's like we're a lot of times like when we get up it's it's usually outward focus like what do I have to do for this what do I have to do for that you know um and we're taking care of like other things and Mm -hmm. so that I find it just gives that sense of, like, hey, you know, like, I'm here to to have that relationship with self, you know, and yeah. to, to be able to connect in that way, because, like, we just, that's one of the things, it's, like, we want so many different things, like, even in relationship, right, you want someone to pay attention to you, you want to have this attention and this type of connection, but it's, like, if you're not giving that to yourself, then how do you even know what that feels like, exactly. or what that looks like,
0: you know? It's important to see that, and... Thankful for people like you who bring that to people's attention. Yeah, it's you know, like Here's what you should focus on. Uh, yeah. With with everything you do, is there anything kind of you want to tell listeners? Just like that's important. You know, just things to well, that
1: you need to value. Yeah, I do feel like having that. You know, just being aware. Of, you know, like your mental health is such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like taking care of your Your mental health, taking care of your emotional well being, um, physical as well. Like, it's so important because it's like, if you're not doing that, then it's like, I mean, how can you really show up for yourself and others, right? So, I do feel like having, and I say that all the time, Mm -hmm. like the relationship to yourself is the most important relationship because, Mm -hmm. you know, we go through, I mean, you go through so many different things in your life. You meet people, like some people are in your life for a long time, some people aren't. They, people just come and go. Mm-hmm. Even if you're married for the rest of your life, right? It's just like, at some point, you're gonna be alone. You yeah. know, like there's just <laughs> some point you're gonna be by yourself, you know? It's like, yeah. whether you're driving to work or you're going to the bathroom, like wherever you are, there you're gonna be with yourself and that's the only person you're gonna be with for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. So being able to really get to know who you are and what you desire and what you need is very important.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Um, and what is your, I guess, best advice on how do you get to know yourself?
1: <laughs> well, it, you you said it. It was just like sitting in silence yeah. and like want, connecting with you, connecting with yourself is uh-huh. a huge thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you start to to really sit with observe your thoughts, but then also like what you're feeling too. Yeah. Um and then also it's like understanding what it is that actually that you need. Mm-hmm. Like knowing what your needs are, um, is a huge thing. Yeah. And if you don't really like take the time to to understand that about yourself or learn about those things, I find that you're just kind of like um, on autopilot, just also accepting things maybe that you just didn't like, you know? Like if you're like, hey, this is really important to me. Like I really value, say, connection. I really value nature. I really value these things. It's Mm -hmm. like, then you're like, oh, okay, I can start to Um, build a business around that or you know maybe that's where you want to go and move right so it's like when you start to learn those things you'll start to learn what you don't like either you know (laughs) (laughs) but sometimes for some reason we stay focused on the things we don't like or we try to change the things we try to make us like these things right so it's kind of like just understanding you know what it is that you your limits right and giving that to yourself so if you know that like hey after 7 o'clock like I'm shot I need to go to bed (laughs) or I just need to like feel. Yeah, that's what I mean by like kind of knowing that and just creating that type of like boundary where you're like, I don't answer any calls after that seven o'clock, you know, like that's kind of knowing what you're, you know, because then if you get into a relationship, it's like, this is what I can do. This is what I can't do, Yeah, you know, instead of, you know, trying to be all the things for somebody else.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important. I was telling someone recently, I mean, I'm in sales. I mm-hmm. talk to people all day. I love people. Like, I love connecting with people. But I do realize that if I'm in settings for too long or if I, like, have calls that run over, past certain, I need to put deadlines on things because mm-hmm. or timelines on things because – as much as they probably like talking to me, it actually does exhaust my energy a whole lot. And I feel like it takes back three hours of my life because I just am mentally exhausted after. Mm-hmm. And so I've realized like I do need to have specific time blocks for certain things and set those things, yeah, you know, aside. So I, I have those like boundaries essentially. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs>
1: like sometimes it's like, and I was always hard with that because when uh-huh. I was in the beauty industry, I was like, I would just kind of be like back to back and sometimes like I can I can still find myself doing that where I'm like, Okay, what why do I need to to have it so like tight like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I also had this mentality at the time of like that's the scarcity of like I I need all this time. Like, I have to have this time. Like, every minute has to, you know, because yeah. <laughs> God forbid I give myself 15 minutes, you know, I know, right? take a lunch.
0: <laughs> lunch breaks. What yeah. are
1: those? I did. I'd be like, oh, my God, you're not going to schedule with me. Like, I'd have, like, all these stories going on about it or, like, yeah. all these beliefs of, like, w- like I, ha- I have to be available for them, yeah. you know, or else, they're just going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So that was kind of, like, that's another way that it would show up in your business is mm-hmm. because, you know, you look at it in that way and, until I was like, well, I want to be able to, I mean, would you want to go get your hair done by someone who's like, you know, dragon, like (laughs) they're just like dragon ass because, you know, they've been like working for like 12 hours. No, it's like you, you would probably want to be with someone who is like present and you know, you're going to get, you know, good work. So Mm -hmm.
0: that's so true.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like looking at it in a different way too, but also being able to give yourself that.
0: Yeah, this, about getting to know yourself, this reminds me, have you ever taken the Strengths Finder test? Yeah. I feel like that, I had a mentor that had me do that, and it, I forget how many strengths there are, there's probably like 25 Mm -hmm. plus on the list, but it puts your top rankings, and he often said, too, like, that you find in partners, too, like, you'll have similar strengths, like, at the top, Mm -hmm. because, like, if you value, like, loyalty or love or, like, Growth, Um, And so I think that's really interesting just to do things like that and to know yourself a little bit more about, like, what is the most important thing to me? Like, what do I what do I want the most? Because you find and that's where you find relationships. You're like, well, honesty is a number one for me. And if, you know, one thing goes wrong and this is all the person is doing is like seeming deceitful, then it's definitely going to be a very toxic relationship, I feel. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. And then Mm -hmm. being
1: able to. to see where once you start to set those types of parameters, or like you said, like knowing your own strengths, it, mm-hmm. it is easier to, to play in those strengths. Mm-hmm. Cause I know like, even for me, like I would, if I wasn't good at something, it was like, I'd be so critical about yeah. it. And then I'd be like, no, I have to like, it's like, well, that's okay. Maybe it, math is just not my thing. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, you know, Thank God for a calculator, but like, honestly, you know, but over here, it's like, there's so many other things that yeah. I can play on, you know, and I don't have to be great at everything either. It's just like, just understanding where you're at, because I feel like, you know, as a whole, I mean, we're human, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, we all have so many different, unique things about us, but, you know, it's, again, it's like focusing on those, those strengths and those, um, what makes you, you.
0: Yeah. And I talked about this at one of the leadership conferences I spoke at. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to live in your strengths as well, because honestly, at a time like this, especially, like, I feel like that builds so much confidence. So like, I even realized even with my career, you know, there are things I tried to be better at, of course. Mm -hmm. And like, you do need to know a little bit about every area, I would say. Yeah. But when I really owned like what I was doing and what I was good at, like, Mm -hmm. that's when it all kind of, fell in place and I'm like well here's where I'm different yeah. and so um, and it builds confidence too because then you realize what you're good at and you're like okay like I can teach people this or I can help yeah. people in these areas so yeah
1: like not in important. everything
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly you don't need to be yeah and I've realized too like there's I mean there's definitely I work in you know an industry where well sales is sales is sales but <laughs> I will say with more creative industry let's go to a creative industry for a second mm-hmm. um even like with my design of like with the footwear I do, like when I'm designing shoes, like I'm, I guess I'm probably different than most because I can think with both sides of my brain a lot. Like it doesn't, but I've seen good creatives that are very successful creative people. But like when you put anything operational or <laughs> metrics wise in front of them, they're they're lost. And they definitely need people in their life that can balance that. Because they are, they might be some of the most brilliant minds, but Mm -hmm. if you don't have that other player by your side in business or in life, then, you know, there are going to be areas where you fall short.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I think that's one of the things was for me was like trying was because um, it was like being able to create content and then Mm -hmm. having to post it and then having to do this. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is taking me four hours to do like one post. So like, how can I, how can I do this, you know, every day or like, I just didn't really, that part of it was like, there were some aspects of it that I was like, I love this. And then Mm -hmm. it was that it was like when people were like, well, let's plan it. I'm like, that seemed a (laughs) lot for me, you know? And I was like, I just, I don't know. Like, so eventually... I hired a a VA to do it. Oh, nice. Okay. Because I was, like, frustrated because of the consistency piece. So, see, it was more of, like, well, I'm not consistent. I'm not this. And it was, like, all this beat up at first. And then I'm, like, well – I can, I have no problem like doing creative things Mm -hmm. or maybe making the, like the video piece of it or this or that. But it's like the other part of putting it together and posting it, like I don't need to really do that. Yeah. So I can have someone do that. Mm -hmm. And that is what, is just taken so much weight off of me, and also it's kept me consistent because I know that it's going to be able to to go out there because I'm not doing
0: it, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then when you find people, especially in those conversations, I'm just thinking about my friend's company. He hired someone to help with the social, yep. and I remember it was just a thing about consistently posting, and like the content was just, it was always there, you know, it was good, but... I remember having him having conversations with that person and this person was so passionate about what they did. They loved making content and they <laughs> loved doing this. So like, yeah. And, and that saves that other person so much time. Cause there are the aspects I think I like, you know, about content creation, of course, yep. like, but I definitely like you, I can spend, especially even thinking about work too, PowerPoints, like you have me put a PowerPoint together. It's going to take me a long time. <laughs> like one, because I'm a, going to try to make that thing, I'm a perfectionist, so it's going to take me a while. I'm going to overanalyze every slide. (laughs) (laughs) And then the graphics, I don't even know. Like, We'll try to make it as pretty as possible. But if I had my graphic team like internally in my company do that, it would take them far less time. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't want to do it and make it perfect. It's just that six hours of my time might be 30 minutes, if that, to them. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. It's like, like well, where am I using my time? <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. I mean, mm-hmm. I was doing that for a long time, just being able – I was like, oh, gosh, trying to do all the things. Yeah. And I was just, like, stressed out. And, you know, then there's, like, the – period where I was getting like resentful towards it. I was like, I just don't, <laughs> this is a, like who can do all this stuff. You yeah. Know? So I think it was just, yeah, it's like really seeing what it is that you really enjoy. Again, mm-hmm. it's like going back to like, well, what really do I like? Like, what are the things? And not yeah. saying that you're not going to have to do things for your business or mm-hmm. in life that you don't want to do, or maybe not the best for like for you. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it's like, you can focus a lot of your energy on the things like you do want to create, you know?
0: Yeah, and I've had multiple people do this exercise, but where you put everything in four quadrants. Like, where Mm -hmm. should, like, where are my strengths and where do I really want to be? Like, what zone? And like, what do I, like, you know, kind of like the, this is like the non-urgent urgent, urgent, but like, more like, so for yourself and your company. Like, what... What things could I, can I do well and like still will do, and then like at the you on know, the last quadrant being like what are what are the things that I absolutely do not like doing and really should be outsourcing because they're taking too much of my time. Yep. So it's just knowing that because like and as a business owner and you would understand this like you kind of. You're doing it all at first. Like you don't have the budgets to, to hire someone and that's the reality of it. But that's why I said you have to know a little bit about everything so yeah. you can essentially delegate that to someone who knows it yep. better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like learning, like there, it's just been such a huge learning curve mm-hmm. for me, especially um, doing a lot of things like online and um, stuff I've just like never done before. And so it's like, just to do one thing you don't realize how many steps and how many other things make up that one thing like if it's like I want to do this master class or I want to do this whatever it's like so many moving parts Mm -hmm. and then as you're doing it you're like oh my god I have to learn this now (laughs) and so you're like doing all the things or you got to learn how to edit something or doing this and it's great to know how to do that but yes like you said it's like oh my gosh but could I just pay someone you know ten dollars an hour yeah do that for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've outsourced projects, like, even to, like, other countries. Mm-hmm. But, like, they, I mean, it was just a lot more affordable doing that. Yeah. So. And they're great. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And then they want to work with you. They're very, like, they're, they're just they're passionate they're about it, too. Exactly. Yeah. So they're you got to so find good. people who like w- to do with what you don't like to do so much. <laughs> exactly. And I, I know
1: I have, um, I, I work with, like, I've worked with a few of them, and it's interesting how you can tell um you know, the ones that really are, like, really enjoy what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. This yes, is all great. thank you. Um, if you want to leave people with, like, one lasting word of wisdom or piece of advice um, just about, I don't know, managing life, what would you say? Um,
1: don't take yourself so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, yes. It's, it's like, really – Um, bask in, like, those moments of, like, joy and, like, the things that you really love to do, Mm -hmm. doing more of those, you know? I know that, like, oftentimes we get so caught up, and I do that, like, it's get so caught up in, like, work things or that sometimes it's, like, I need to have some fun or whatever it is, or I could tell, like, I'm not doing some of the things that are, you know, enjoyable, so it's, like, really taking care of yourself and doing those things because it's it seems like it's counterproductive, but it's Mm -hmm. not. It's like fueling your soul. It's fueling your energy. It's fueling everything, you know, to create better things in your life. So yeah, definitely don't take yourself seriously.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And how can people find you?
1: Um, Well, I'm on Instagram. You can find me at the secure heart. Um, Also Facebook as well, too. Um, You can find me under Mara Palermo, or you can, if you search The Secure Heart, I'll be on there as well and on TikTok. So that's where I'm at.
0: Perfect. Well, thank
1: you, Mara. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. I appreciate this too. It's so much fun.
0: Thanks for joining in. Remember to subscribe. Stay connected and follow me on Instagram at Mari Mari Burr and follow this podcast online at me. The Things That Matter podcast is produced in cooperation with Balto Creative Media and the Queen City Podcast Network. It is recorded at the Queen City Podcast Network studios in Uptown Charlotte. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.